Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Friday. Never thought we would make Friday this week. Uh, you're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Christina is actually having her lunch as she's producing the show. So see, uh, eat some lunch and talk some sports. That's what she's doing. Okay. Uh, today, it is our first prognostication Friday day. And if you've never experienced that before, it's very simple. I'm going to give you, and today I'm not going to do a lot of games because the schedule's so spread out. But we'll give you some games, and we'll end with a Gator game, and then you tell me the score and why you think the score is going to be that. Let's talk about last night first. Great game, Pittsburgh and West Virginia. Great game, Penn State and Purdue. And how about Pat Narduzzi, who ripped ESPN after the game? Because ESPN said, I think it was 70% of the fans who would be there would be rooting for West Virginia at Pittsburgh Stadium. Man, he jumped all over. He actually said it on ESPN. Um, so give him that. But uh, Penn State, Purdue, 35-31. Really good game. 38-31, Pittsburgh, West Virginia. Slovis threw for 308. For Pittsburgh, um, that was pretty good. I know it's only one game, but you know what? Some dude named Emory Jones played last night for Arizona State, and uh, Arizona State, now again, it was Northern Arizona, 40-3. to Jones threw for 152 yards, but a quarterback rating of 143.2. He was 13 of 18, 152, no interceptions, no touchdowns. And he ran well as well. So, didn't throw any picks. So, I don't know if that's for the future or just one game because it was Northern Arizona. I don't know. Anyway, games, we will get your thoughts on to prognosticate. Oregon, Georgia, Cincinnati, Arkansas, which I think is the most intriguing game of the week. I really do. Um, what else? Notre Dame, Ohio State, LSU, Florida State, and the Gator game. Those are the games. Today, Gator great Alex Brown, A.B., will be here. He's being honored uh, at halftime. I think it's halftime of the game. He's going to be the Gator great uh, representing Florida you know, for the SEC championship. Um, so A.B. gets that honor. Kevin Wells, TV20 Sports Director, will be with us. Give his thoughts on the Gator game, plus uh, some high school stuff coming up. And then uh, I think it's going to be Megan Borowski today from our UF Weather Center is going to come here at the top of the 1 o'clock hour and give you the latest weather information for the game tomorrow. Uh, she will do that, or one of them will do that, for the entire season, getting you ready for Saturday. Okay? I'm happy today 
because my Mets took two out of three from the Dodgers. That's not easy to do. They did it, uh, and they've so far been able to fend off the Braves as we hit September. Don't forget, Rays and Yankees, big series. We have that game coming up. Congratulations to Gators Soccer for getting a win last night. Kentucky, by the way, will play Miami of Ohio this week. They'll play at the same time as Florida, Utah, 7 o'clock. All right, let's prognosticate on this Friday. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Daryl, hello. Christina, do you have his volume up? Okay, hey, well, Steve, I, you hear me? I got you now. Okay. Yes, sir. It's finally football Friday, my man. It is. Steve, I watched a lot of the backwood brawl last night. I mean, backyard brawl, I'm sorry. Uh, what was your assessment of JT Daniels? I mean, some of the passes he threw to me was good passes. And to me, he looked like he's erratic at times. Well, remember, you know, he's bounced around. Um, I think it's going to take a little time for him to settle in. Um, I'm with you. You know, some of the some of the passes weren't the best, but you know he, he's the best they've got. They're going to have to roll with him. And Pittsburgh is not good defensively. They they weren't good. Def- I mean, even though they won the ACC last year, they won because of their offense. And I think their defense is still a work in progress. Right, Steve. As we know, Tennessee didn't play nobody last night. They scored a bunch of points. But how do you feel about Tennessee going to Pittsburgh and playing Pittsburgh? Well, I mean, if you, if you recall the game uh, a year ago, it was competitive uh, in Knoxville. So I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I don't, I don't, I don't envision a you know, 17-14 game. I envision a higher-scoring game. And it's, it, it's those, these kind of games like Florida-Utah are great because, I mean, look, people don't think of Pittsburgh as a national power, but they're the ACC champions, right? So Tennessee gets a chance to play them. So that's a good thing. All right, Steve, let's get on with the picks. All right. LSU, FSU. LSU has too much talent. Uh, Notre Dame, Ohio State. Of Ohio State. Cincinnati, Arkansas. Woo pig. Let's see. I'm trying to look down my list here. Uh, Did Florida State, FSU. Well, let's do the Gator game. Gator scoring, why? Steve, I'm a history buff, and you probably want to say, you're crazy, but anything's possible. Steve, 40 years ago, Wilbur Marshall chased uh, Sean Salisbury all around Florida field. I see Florida tomorrow night with uh, Ventrell Miller chasing Cam Rice all over the place. Give me the same score as 40 years ago, 17-9 Florida. Okay, I forgot Oregon, Georgia. Okay, yeah, Georgia for sure. Okay, all right. Appreciate you, Daryl. Thank you for your call. 392-8255, 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. There's a lot of games this weekend, but there aren't, you know, marquee games. A few. Uh, for those who don't know, Texas A&M is hosting Sam Houston um, elsewhere in the SEC. Ole Miss hosting Troy. Uh Auburn hosting Mercer, Vanderbilt hosting Elon, Alabama hosting Utah State, South Carolina 
hosting Georgia State in a game that could be could be competitive. Memphis at uh, Mississippi State. We'll see how that pans out. And then FSU LSU is going to be Sunday prime time on A B C. That's. I mean, look. If you're an SEC fan, you want LSU to win. I think, especially because it's beating FSU. But this is a much, much bigger game, in my opinion, for FSU than LSU. You know, Norvell's already there, but we'll see. All right, let's get some calls. We'll start with Total Package. What's up? Steve, I'd like to do the uh, calls first, or the picks, rather. Okay, there's not a lot of them, and I'm keeping it short. Uh, Oregon, Georgia. Georgia. Notre Dame, Ohio State. That's a tough one, but I think Ohio State's going to be playing for the national championship. Cincinnati, Arkansas. Arkansas. LSU, FSU. That's an interesting game. I'm going to have to go with uh, Brian Kelly. Okay. And uh, uh, Gator score and why? The Gator score is going to be a tough one to pick, I think. Um, the Gator fans are going to pick with their heart. We already know they've got – Utah's got 17 players coming back. They've got a quarterback. That being said, if I'm not mistaken, Billy Napier is wearing a shirt that says Dominate, and I think it's going to be 34-14 Gators. Wow. Okay. Thank you for your call. Uh, you know, again, fandom kicks in. And that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Uh, as was mentioned, Tennessee last night, all over Ball State, 59-10. to UCF scored 56 last night. Plumlee threw for 308 and ran for almost 90, he almost had 400 yards of offense, and that's what they're going to do with him. You know, now again, South Carolina State, no disrespect to them, but will he put up similar numbers when the, uh, you know, when the competition gets a little bit better? Missouri also won last night, beat Louisiana Tech, uh, 52-24. Brady Cook threw for a pedestrian. 201 yards, but they didn't need to. They, they ran the ball uh, pretty well in that game. Tonight, uh, there's a few games, you know, TCU, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Temple, and Duke are probably the three best games. ESPN2 has Western Michigan and Michigan State. The Fighting McIlwains last night were getting drubbed early. Uh, but they came back and made a game of it, even though they lost. Uh, but Central Michigan at Oklahoma State, it was 58-44 to 44 in that game with uh, Okie State winning. 12-13, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Molly Cooper. Florida Gators football opens their season tomorrow night at 7 against the Utah Utes. Last time these teams took the field together was in 1977 in Gainesville. Coverage of the game starts right here at 3 p.m. On Sunday, September 4th, Florida soccer hosts in-state rival Florida State at Donald R. Disney Stadium at 5 p.m. The number 13 Florida Gators volleyball heads to Minneapolis to take on the number 4 Minnesota Golden Gophers on Sunday at 
After sweeping the series against the Marlins, the Rays start a three-game home series against the AL East leading Yankees. They turn to Jeffrey Springs for the start of this pivotal series. Tune in for live coverage of the game here at 6.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Molly Cooper. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Road Heber Boys Ranch is really giving help to young boys that need it. You can step up and help them too and help out the Road Heber Boys Ranch, which is located in Palatka. If you have an unused vehicle, an unwanted car, truck, boat, RV, just about any kind of vehicle, consider donating it to the Road Heber Boys Ranch. This facility houses at-risk boys from troubled homes, and it's sustained by your donated vehicles. They learn real-life skill, and it's very cool in the way they do it because they get these vehicles that you donate, they restore them and repair them, and then resell them. They do, those boys do all the work. Donations are tax-deductible, go a long way towards helping a really great cause. So your generosity here does a whole lot of good. For more information, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with the click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to betterhelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. When you are injured in an accident, do you really want to call an attorney's office based on the size of their firm? You should ask yourself this question. Can I afford to get lost in the shuffle at a time when I need individualized attention the most? I'm Jack Fine, Gainesville's accident attorney for over 40 years at Fine Park Ash and Parla Piano. When you call our office, you will speak to one of our four experienced attorneys at no charge. Fine Park Ash and Parla Piano. Local representation, big firm results. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Hurricane season is here, and now is the time to make a plan and know your zone. In the case of an evacuation, have a plan to go to a hurricane shelter, hotel, or stay with a family or friends. If you're ordered to evacuate, you need to leave. You can rebuild your home, but you cannot rebuild your life. This hurricane season, know your zone. Know your home. Learn more at floridadisaster.org. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. There is only one handball coach, and you can hear him every Tuesday right here. Steve Spurrier joins Shane Matthews and Steve Russell every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. live to bring you inside the huddle. And while I got your attention here, let me say something. The HBC's analysis, thoughts, and opinions on everything from the Gators and the SEC to the national football landscape. God has smiled on the Gators, no question about it. Right here on WRUF. 
We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with a WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Man, I thought today people will be calling up Gator fans predicting Florida. You still have time to do it. By the way, Alabama is one of the biggest preseason national title favorites in the past 20 years. Since 2001, only USC in 2005 and Alabama in 2018 had better preseason championship odds and they are expected to be double digit favored in every game they play and according to ESPN stats and information only 14 teams since 1978 have been favored by double digits in every regular season game and that's probably reason to believe Alabama won't win that, I mean, just it, funny how it has a way of doing that for whatever. Uh, okay, Lucas says uh, LSU, Georgia, Ohio State, Arkansas, UF, 31-24, thinks AR has a great game and the defense makes a play late. Roger says uh, Uga steps on a duck. Leprechauns find no luck with the Bucknuts. FSU spear Notre Dame's old coach. Arkansas piggies enjoy some bear claws. Florida has a system that suits the players. They're better coached than last year, playing to regain pride in the program. Gators 24, Utes 16. Adam, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, uh, happy game Friday, buddy. Mm-hmm. Hey, my man, I want to go through these picks real quick, but if you give me and just be patient with me, I'd like to take off the orange and blue glasses and talk a little bit about this game at the end, if you don't mind. I like Georgia. I like LSU. I like uh, Ohio State, of course, and Arkansas. Okay. Okay. Um, So taking off the orange and blue glasses, believe it or not, I can actually do that. I can be objective. Um, First and foremost, uh, a recipe for success for this team this weekend is number one and foremost emphasis is this team has to be disciplined. They have to be disciplined and control their emotions, number one. Number two, Gator Nation has to be loud and in charge in this stadium, and we've got no reason to believe that they won't. I mean, even Alabama has said, hey, we've been in all the stadiums across the nation, and there's something different about the swamp. It is different when that crowd is into the game. There's no doubting that. That is going to impact the game incredibly, especially because they got a brand-new starter at center and left tackle. Thirdly, Anthony Richardson is the leader of this team now, Steve. He doesn't have to look over his shoulder. He doesn't have to brush off Emory Jones' jersey. He doesn't have to do any of that. He is the, he is the leader of this team. That makes a big difference. 
Last Why call. does it make a big difference? I mean, I, I'll be devil's advocate, right? Okay. I'll, you, you, I, still, I, you still have to go out and make plays. You still have to go out. I understand your point about not looking over your shoulder if you make a mistake or something like that, but we still have a small sample size. That's true. However, the small sample size was a lot of explosive plays, and I'm not counting the George game because I think he was thrown to the fire. But see, that, but I, I hear that all the time from Gator fans, and I can't stand that argument. He was thrown into the fire of the other games, too. It's, it's not an argument. It's a fact. But no, anyways, it's not a fact. It's not a fact. It's not a fact okay. at all, Adam, because you're, you're cherry-picking. When you say no. he was thrown into the fire, he was thrown into the fire in every game. Yeah, exactly, and look how he performed in the LSU game. Well, okay, but you're still cherry-picking when you say don't count Georgia. Okay, well, we can, we can count that, but I want to go back to what you, what you asked the question of, of, of him being the emphatic leader of this team. That makes a big difference. In my opinion, he's a humble guy. He was promoting Emory Jones. He wanted Emory Jones to do well. That's not the case anymore. You have nobody behind you. It is your job and your job emphatically. That's different. When you know, I run a tree business. I run the job site. There is no question about that. That means that job site goes down exactly the way I want it to, and that makes a difference. If I had somebody else that I'm co you know co-operating a job site where a lot of things could happen and go wrong, well, that changes it because now oh whatever. So I just wanted to go across that, and I know you got a lot to get to today, Steve. So him being in charge of this team, and there is no question of that, makes a big difference. But as I said, I'll go back to the number one points. This team will be a more disciplined team. We will not be penalized. This crowd is going to be Okay, a- I got you. I got you. And go Gators, and I'm picking the Gators. 28-21, go Gators. Okay, Thanks, I appreciate you. Thank you. Gator, man, what's up? Well, what's going on, Steve? Well, I'm going to get to my prediction right quick. Give me uh, Oregon 24 and Georgia 25. I think that game will be close. Give me Notre Dame 18, Ohio State 42. I think Ohio State cleans the floor with them. Give me LSU 27 and FSU 20. And give me the Piedmont Bulldogs to bounce back 42-14. And for the Gators, here we go, Steve. The Gator train is coming, and it's one bad machine. Utah talking smack. Anybody can dream. Give me the Gator train, 34, and you who? 17, and that is real. Make no mistake, because the bottom line, if you ain't a Gator, you Gator bait. The Gator man has been on, and the Gator man is gone. The Gator's going to get it done in a big way, Steve. You have a good day. Gator man, thank you. It's, it just amazes me that not only are people picking Florida, but by the, the spread that they're picking Florida. Maybe it'll happen. Paul says, Georgia, Arkansas, Ohio State, FSU, Florida, 35-10. to 10. Richardson comes out smoking. His legs carry us to the win. Utah's offense and defense runs out of gas on a humid, sticky night. We go as far as he takes us this year. He goes down. Bad news. Uh, okay. Thank you. And then... Uh, I guess I have to do – Tampa Mike wants me to do my uh, my Leonard's loser. Billy Napier and his young Crocs take on the Utes from out west. Now, these reptiles are still a little green behind the ears, 
and this game will go a long way in growing these Gators up. The boys from out west won't get out without a few parts missing and will be glad to leave the swamp with some of their hide. Leonard's loser in a close one, Florida. Okay. Thank you. Here you go. Here's my Leonard's loser. Um, BB says, thanks Penn State, Purdue, for a great game to start the season. Assuming no critical fumbles or interceptions, Gators rush for more than blank yards. Oh, boy. Um, I'll say more than 100. Pass for more than 150. And I'm being very conservative here. Okay? Because the reason I'm doing that, I don't know what the rain's going to be. That, I mean, because if it rains, there may be more running. So m- maybe I'll say 150 yards rushing and passing and give up less than 400 total yards. He's got 225 rushing, 110 passing, give up 250. He's got Georgia, Ohio State, Arkansas, LSU, his undergrad, Mississippi State, close. Okay, and he says if uh, Richardson's consistent, not flashy, D-line solid, game stays under 30, Gators win 23-20. 1227, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Gator great Alex Brown is our guest next. He's being honored uh, at this game. We'll tell you how and why. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Summer is over and that means it's time for back to school. That means it's time for Bailey's Gym Back to School Special. This week only, you can join any of our 16 area North Florida locations for absolutely zero enrollment fees on any membership. Bailey's Gym is open 24-7 and we offer group fitness, boxing, and access to the best selection of equipment and trainers in Gainesville, Florida. So work out on your own or with a friend or two. Only a few days left to take advantage of the back to school, back to the gym deal at Bailey's. Ready for your zero enrollment membership? Join Bailey's today at baileysgym.com or visit one of our locations. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. 
After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat-screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown. In 1971, Jeffrey Meldon established the Meldon Law Firm. Since that time, Meldon Law Firm has been committed to helping people in need. In addition to recovering millions for clients injured in accidents, Jeffrey has written consumer guides to help folks understand how to protect themselves in the event of an accident. At Meldon Law, we won't back down in representing our clients on their road to recovery after suffering an injury. Learn more at MeldonLaw.com. Meldon Law with offices in Ocala, Gainesville, and Lake City. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny skies becoming partly cloudy. Heat indices today in the lower 100s. We have scattered to numerous seabreeze storms again, but today they'll move from east to west across our area, likely arriving to I-75 around dinner time, exiting off the first coast just a little bit before sunset. Torrential rain rates, gusty winds possible from the strongest storm cells. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Certainly on the carousel for Daniel Jones next year. Only way he keeps that job and he comes back to the New York Giants is he gets them into the playoffs and he shows tremendous upside. Like he's got to go from where he is now to a 90. I don't know that that'll happen. There's a very, very rich quarterback draft, and I know that they got their eye on somebody. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Gators head football coach Billy Napier. Join me every Monday evening at 6 for Gator Talk right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, a lot of things happening on Saturday night. A big-time opponent coming to town. First game of the Billy Napier era. And Gator great Alex Brown will be honored because he's been selected to be this year's Gators SEC football legend. And he now joins us. A.B., congratulations on this, man. This is really cool. Oh, it is super cool, man. I'm really, really uh, excited. I am uh, honored, honestly. Uh, I think it's the greatest conference ever. Uh, so being put in that category with some of the greats that have dawned uh, the SEC is just uh, mind-blowing, honestly. You know, I cannot believe it's been since 2001 since you've been here. I cannot believe that. I'm sure you can either. <laughs> but, uh, my gosh. Um, look back on your time at Florida. You played on some really good teams here. Uh, reminisce a little bit with people who are listening about your, your time here with Florida. Oh, man. I think um, uh, during that time, I mean, I think uh, just watching as a high school player, uh, watching Danny Warfel and that team go on and win the national title and 
um, how they wanted losing the FSU at Dope Campbell and then going down to New Orleans and really just putting a whooping on them and proving that they were the best team. And now you got to come in. They've won four or five SEC championships in a row, and you got to come in and you got to kind of uphold that standard. And it was tough, you know. I mean, you, injuries happen. Um, uh, you get guys in that. I mean, you thought would be this, and they don't turn out to be that. You know, as far as uh, our recruiting class, I mean, I think we were either one or two, and we only brought one championship, and that was the SEC championship to University of Florida. So, I mean, I don't think we upheld that standard, and um, it's disappointing in a, in a way, but I think we all learned a lot, and we did our best to um, continue that standard that Danny and the guys just kind of kind of set set before. So. But Florida's the best time. Um, I played almost 10 years in the NFL, and I've never, never once have I ever thought that there was a better place than playing at the University of Florida, uh, playing in the swamp. Um, those Saturdays were unbelievable. The fans were always just on cloud nine or <laughs> screaming like crazy. It didn't matter if the game was at noon, the game was at seven, like um, like this week's game is. It didn't matter. They were they were there and they were supportive and. Um, I mean, it helps uh, when you win. So uh, we won a lot. We were very exciting with that uh, Coach Spurrier-led offense. And as a defense, I mean, we were just trying to, at that time, we were just trying to um, let people know that we existed, right? So <laughs> right. Uh, you want to, like, I mean, I'm being honest, like you want to you wanna, you wanna let people know that you're here too. So, and we, I think we did a pretty good job of that. Um, and then my senior year come around and I think um, – that was our best team um, with the best luck. I mean, we didn't have guys getting injured and stuff like that. Like we had in my earlier years when Terry Jackson would get, and got hurt um, and we lost him. And, um, but that year when I think Rex, uh, even though Tebow became the first sophomore to win the Heisman, I think Rex should have been the first uh, in that 2001 season, because I think he was the best player in the country uh, that year. So, um, uh, unfortunately, what what happened with 9/11? Everybody um, kind of knows that documented story, and that Tennessee game gets moved back to the end of the season, and we have to play them then, as opposed to the third game of the season. So uh, they end up winning that game. Um, they were the better team, I think, that day. I think we were the better team. We just didn't play well that day, um, and then we didn't get anything. So I think Coach Spurrier has said it before that it's his best team that he ever had that never won anything. So, and I believe that too. You know, when you look at uh, what what's happened with Florida, and now Billy Napier gets mm-hmm. hired, his first game, AB. Uh, your thoughts on his hire? Well, I didn't know at first. I mean, I'm probably like everybody else. I mean, I'm reaching out to different people, um, just seeing what they thought. And uh, one of my really good friends, uh, Charles Tillman, actually went to school down there, and he knew him, and he knew him well. And he would actually joke with me. He's like, oh, your big old school got to come to my little school to get their coach, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, but he, uh, like, so I, I didn't know a whole lot about him at first. I mean, and I knew what I did know, it, it was going to have to be recruiting, which is what was going to change it. And from what Charles told me is that he's a very personable guy. He really gets the guys to buy in and he wins. And honestly, if you just go back and you you look at the coach that was at Bowling Green and then he went to Utah, and then that's what they were saying about this guy, and that was Urban Meyer. 
and it was he just wins. Like he wins. He's really. I mean, he gets the guys to buy in. They. He's a personable guy, and I'm not sure what, how everything kind of played out while he was there. I've heard mixed stories, but um, we won, and he got the athletes to come in. And you saw it right away with Coach Napier that he's getting these guys to come in. We're no longer, um, as a fan now uh, of the University of Florida, we're, I'm not sitting up here and celebrating uh, two- and three-star recruits. Like we're actually going after and getting the four – star and five-star recruits because, I mean, stars aren't everything, but give me a team full of five stars and I bet you we'll beat your team full of two stars. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Alex Brown, our <laughs> guest here on Sports Scene. AB is going to be honored uh, Saturday, selected to be this year's Gators SEC football legend. That'll happen at the SEC championship game. I got to ask you this, man. Your <laughs> NIL, $85 million facilities. <laughs> Come on now. What's Alex Brown think about all this? I just I, I take um, comfort in um, believing that we played a part, a small part, in helping build things up to this point. So um, our group of guys 20 years ago, we set a stone in place um, to help get to this point. So um, I, I love it. I, I honestly do. I love it. I saw I saw what Ohio State um, quarterback did to his team and gave $500 gift cards to everybody on the team to go get suits through um, what I'm assuming was his NIL deal with this particular company. So it's just like, there are a lot of good things happening through the NIL um, through this NIL world that we now live in. So I don't think it's all bad. I mean, I don't think you can ever go back. I mean, back when we were when I was playing, it was, I mean, you couldn't take 20 bucks, you know, you take $20. (laughs) I mean, and honestly, like that was, that was the bad thing, right? That was the bad, like you take 20 bucks, but that was at every school. At our school, we had just came from, or just got, or or was going through the whole tank black situation. So it was tank black. And then like, you know, you can't, you can't even listen to somebody that's talking about giving money or something like that. So it was, it was a lot different um, as far as uh, when I was playing and then now. So, I don't know. Uh, I like it. Um, I, I hope the kids take advantage of it uh, in the sense of they they do right by it. Like, they, they take that money and they save that money because you you aren't promised the NFL. And I think I think a lot of kids, uh, they notice that right away. When you're the best thing in your, in your high school and you get to college and you see somebody like – Anthony Richardson, and you're like, holy crap! Like, and my my Anthony Richardson was Javon Curse, and it's like, oh my gosh! Like, if he's a linebacker, then I don't know if I'm a linebacker. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like you just you just don't know. You you get to somewhere and you see people that are just unbelievably talented. So you got to work, and hopefully you can find a way to either do that job that they're doing or do it better than them. Or you get an opportunity where I got mine when Javon Chris leaves early and then I get my opportunity to play early. And fortunately I was in position to make some plays early on. So I uh, make a kind of make a name for myself. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, I like the NIL thing. I think it's a good thing. I do believe a cap is coming uh, some way to regulate it because it will get, ridiculous when we're talking about kids that the NFL had had to 
put a cap on that number one pick, and I believe it was Bradford that came out. Um, oh, man, and he was the last one to kind of make that real big money. Before he played a snap in the NFL, I mean, he right. guaranteed $50 million. Now we're pushing that to high school, college. Before this kid even plays a college snap, he's being given – millions, hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars. It's just there there will be a cap that comes, um, but I'm not against it at all. I'm not against, like, the NIL at all. I think the kids should be paid because the schools have been getting paid for a long time now. So, And a lot of these kids don't make it to the NFL, but they still endure the same punishment that some of the kids that made it to the NFL um, endure. So, um yeah, I'm I'm happy for it. I'm happy for you. This is a good honor for you. Alex <laughs> Brown's going to be honored uh, tomorrow you. as the Gators SEC football legend. Uh, that'll happen at the SEC championship game this year. AB, hope I get a chance to see you while you're here, but thank you for doing this today. Always appreciate you. Always, my man. Thank you. Go Gators. You got it, AB. Thank you. Alex Brown, that dude was a good player in college and played almost 10 years in the National Football League. All right, let's get John quickly. Hi, John. Yeah, good afternoon, uh, Steve. Uh, great one with uh, Alex Brown. I remember the the night against Tennessee here in the swamp that he just terrorized T. Martin. So that was that was pretty cool, and so I'm happy for him. Um, going on to the Gators, uh, I know you were talking to one of the one of the Florida men's tennis players yesterday, and it and it kind of got me watching last night. I'm, I'm a big tennis fan, and uh, Ben Shelton. And his uh, his uh, fellow partner, who, who this other fellow I, I can't remember his name. He's a Georgia Tech grad, but he uh, he took out. They won their uh, their first round yep. doubles against. Uh, well, Cincy Poss is a great number top five uh, singles player, so that was a pretty good win for them. I'm happy for them. Congratulations to him. Yep, good stuff. Yes. Hey, I'll uh, give my uh, quick picks, and then I'll give you my Gator Gator score pick. Um, I'll take the three SEC teams, Georgia, Arkansas, and LSU, and i pick Ohio State. And, uh, Steve, I'm not really ready to start drink, making my own uh, Gator Kool-Aid because of, you know, coming in circumstances, what we have, and we're playing, you know, Utah. Maybe I'm buying in too much of how great Utah is, which is, is valid. So, I'm picking uh, Utah to win 27-24, which is I think is a three-point spread anyway, so that's my pick. Uh, Utah beating Florida 27-24. All right. Appreciate you, John. Yeah, thank you for your one, call. Yep. yep, thank you. 12.44, time check brought to you by Hayes, Chilowee, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Molly Cooper. Florida Gators football opens their season tomorrow night at 7 against the number 7 Utah Utes. Last time these teams took the field together was in 1977 in Gainesville. Coverage of the game starts right here at 3 p.m. On Sunday, September 4th, Florida soccer hosts in-state rival Florida State at Donald R. Disney Stadium at 5 p.m. The number 13 Gators volleyball heads to Minneapolis to take on the number 4 Minnesota Golden Gophers on Sunday. After sweeping the series against the Marlins, the Rays start a three-game home series tonight against the AL East leading Yankees. They turn to Jeffrey Springs for the start of this pivotal series. Tune in for live coverage of the game right here at 6.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Molly Cooper. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
Folks, you want to join a team that's making a difference in people's lives? Well, Arthrex is hiring. They develop innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic injuries. From pro athletes to weekend warriors, they care about helping people get back in the game. And so do their employees. If you're looking to make a difference, join a global company that provides exciting career opportunities and unique benefits. They've got locations here in Florida, but also in South Carolina and California. You can check out available jobs at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com. Join a team that's making a difference in people's lives. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. International Diamond Center's fabulous All Tokori Weekend is coming September 9th, 10th, and 11th. It's your best opportunity to experience the magic of Tokori with exciting incentives. Tokori is the brand above all brands in bridal and fashion. Handcrafted in California by true artisans, Tokori sets the standard. IDC's flying in the entire Tokori collection for this three-day event, including all new, never-seen-before designs with stunning beauty from every angle. And if you purchase any Tokori engagement ring at this event, you'll get 12 months zero interest financing. Plus, a $500 gift card on us. Buy the matching band and get another $500. Buy his band and get another $500. That's $1,500 total. And while you're here, you can match that perfect ring with the most exquisite diamond the world has to offer. As IDC opens up the vault, showcasing our largest GIA and Forever Mark diamond selection ever. Don't miss this spectacular and unprecedented three-day event. International Diamond Center's All Tokori Weekend, September 9th through 11th, only at IDC at Celebration Point. On approved credit, restrictions may apply. Fall is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all. Count on Lowe's for Labor Day savings. Get a Maytag top load washer for just $568 and a top load dryer only $548. That's a savings of $462 for the pair. Plus, get free delivery and special financing. Also, buy one, get one 50% off select HGTV home by Sherwin Williams Paint and Cavit Exterior Stains via rebate. Shop Labor Day savings now at Lowe's. See store at Lowe's.com for details and restrictions. Gas dryers available at additional cost. Exclusions apply while supplies last. Battle through 9 7. The future is now. This is Gators head football coach Billy Napier. Join Sean Kelly and the rest of the broadcast team as they bring you Gator football all season long. The Gators open the season against Utah Saturday, September 3rd. Kickoff is set for 7 Eastern, 6 Central, with pregame starting at 4 Eastern, 3 Central. On your home for Florida football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. My prediction for the score, 25 or 6 to 4. Kidding. Uh, let's get some calls here. Uh, Reed, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, a lot of people think Utah's going to win, and don't get me wrong, I, I think Utah's a good team, but does anybody take in the fact that Florida has like a 32-win home streak with season openers? I don't think so, because if you look at most of those season openers, they were cupcakes. That's true, but I, I, I'm still going to – I'm a Gator fan through and through, and then since I could walk, and uh, I just don't think they could sell them short. Well, I mean, again, this is – every year this happens, and it's not a bad thing. You know, in June, oh, the, the, a lot of the fans – I don't know. You know, Florida doesn't have this, and Florida doesn't have that. And by the time the first game comes around, they're going to win the national championship. That's just how it is. Because why? Because fans yeah. are fans. That is true. Okay. All right, Steve. You have a good one, Thank and you. go Gators. Thank you, Reed. Uh, Sam says, "Hope the Gators pull it off." But I think Utah has the better O and D lines overall, more established culture. Maybe the rain equalizes things. But Utah twenty-one, Gators thirteen. Rick says, "Florida thirty-four, Utah twenty-four. They lost four last year and they lost to Brigham Young, San Diego State, Oregon State, Ohio State, bad losses. Same guys. Uh, Brigham Young was pretty good. I mean, if if you want to really go down that road, Rick, look how many losses Florida had. Look how many of the same guys are back from that team. So if you wanted to go that way, why would you pick Florida? But he picks Florida 34-24. Uh, Murray, hello. Steve, how you doing? Good. Good. I, I may be one of the few listening that was actually at the, the game the last time we played Utah. And I guess it was 77. You may have been here. I'm not sure. I was I was at that game. Yes. They had a little they had a little quarterback, about a 5'8 yes, quarterback. Yeah, ran all over the field. Yep. <laughs> I remember that very well. It's amazing that you remember that also. But uh, I've... 55 of the last 56 home openers I've been at, and tomorrow will be another, so I'm thankful for that. Um, I think the difference, Steve, and I understand all the differences as far as the depth and the uh, quality starts that a lot of their players have. I just don't think these guys are used to playing in a venue like they're going to see tomorrow. You don't have it in the package. I guess you could say Oregon, but it still only seats about 55,000. And I think that will, in the end, will be what swings it our way. And I'm going to say Gators 31-28. Okay. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the call. I can remember that Utah game. I forget the guy. Like 5-8. Running around, and uh, Gator fans were not happy. Uh, Jake is up next. Hi, Jake. Hey, best part of it right now, they're still undefeated. That's right. Um, How about that? Anyway, um, I'm going to go. Are you doing picks or are you not doing those? Yeah, I'm doing a few. Because um, it's not a great weekend. Uh, Oregon, Georgia. Georgia. Cincinnati, Arkansas. Arkansas. Notre Dame, Ohio State. Ohio State. FSU, LSU. LSU. And then uh, the Gator game score. 
going to go against my better thoughts. I'm going to be a homer. I'm going to say, in a, what I would consider an upset, Florida 27-24. Okay, fair enough. That's uh, it's, it's a lot of hope in that. You have a good weekend. Okay, you too, Jake. Thank you. Well, I think a lot of – I think what he just said – is I think what a lot of Florida fans are hope like a lot of hope. Uh, I I can understand that. Matt, you're up. How are you? Hey Steve, I'm good. Hey, listen, as we embark on a, on another season here, um, I just I was thinking back, and it's amazing how fast things actually change. The narrative changes in college football, but once it does, everybody kind of forgets about it and doesn't really hold anybody accountable. Um, for instance, it wasn't that long ago when everybody from Cardozo to most of your callers were commenting on how dumb Kirby Smart was and how brilliant Mullen was. Well, look how that's turned out. Um, Georgia's, Georgia's got a ring and Florida's selling tickets at Costco. So th- things do change. Um, I was going to try some picks here, Steve. Yeah, but why Why was it necessary to do that? What's that? Well, I mean, if you're a Georgia fan, fine. And now mm-hmm. you're you're where you are. But the gap between where you were and where you are now – uh, is pretty large. I mean, I, uh, I think the last championship hurt. Florida won was in 08. The last one you won, Herschel Walker was playing. Right. But you mean for, for the entire time or yeah. just since Kirby? See, I was addressing when Kirby was there. Oh, well, okay. That's a, okay, then I'll, I'll address when Urban was here. I mean, if you want to take selective portions of – because things are cyclical, right? right? Steve Spurrier owned your team, owned it. Yeah. Okay, so the majority of the time, at least in the 80s and 90s, you know, past Vince Dooley, Florida's on Georgia. But now Georgia's on top. Give them credit. But, again, it's, you know, you're you're being selective, and that's fine because you're a Georgia guy, but I'm just – I look at it a little bigger picture. Yeah, well – Because Georgia was selling a lot of of stuff at Costco's for a lot of years. Yeah, actually, they they didn't sell any tickets at Costco, but the reigning national champ, champs tend to be a little loud. I don't know if you realize that, Steve. Well, sure, it's, it's and not, you should it's be. Not sin, it's not a sin for rival fans to call up and do a little bit of trolling, is it? No, no. I just okay. c- curious when you. I mean, okay. when you do it, but that's okay. It just sounds like I touched nerves. No, I, I'm just I'm just trying to say. <laughs> uh, look, okay. All I'm trying to say is to the victor go the spoils, and that's fine. Yeah. But rather than say, hey, we're on top and whatever, I mean, is it necessary to, you know, go the other way? I mean, I guess that's what fans do sometimes. But all I'm saying is I look at more history, and I think Florida fans have a better chance to troll uh, than Georgia fans do in the the bigger picture, but certainly not right Right. now. Well, you mentioned being selective, and and my experience is most Florida fans think football began in 1990. That's the definition of being selective. So. Anyway, are we going to do picks or? Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, go ahead. And, and again, I'll, I'll I'll end the conversation. When do you think Georgia fans think uh, football began? They had a pretty strong history before 1980. wasn't wasn't full of the national titles, but there were a couple. Uh, when uh, what? Uh, Doak, not Doak Walker. Um, who won the Heisman in the 1930s? Uh, I think there was the a 40s. Trippie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Charlie Tripp. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's do Oregon, Georgia. Uh, give me the dogs. Cincinnati, Arkansas. I like Arkansas. Notre Dame, Ohio State. Ohio State. FSU, LSU. Uh, LSU. And Utah, Florida. I'm going to take Utah on that one. What's the score? 
56 to 3, and my Y is Sunbelt Billy. Have a good day, Steve. Okay, thank you. Um, I mean, come on. That if, if you want to troll, fine, but don't be stupid about it. That's just stupid. I mean, that's just stupid. And I mean, if you want to, I mean, that that's fine. Uh, Chris, hello. Chris, go ahead. Hey, my man. Uh, thank you. Love the show. Uh, the home streak, Florida has not played some good opening games, so I'm not really worried about the home streak, but uh, I'd like to do my picks with you if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, Got to do them pretty quick here. Uh, FSU, LSU? I'm going to FSU on this. Okay. Notre Dame, Ohio State? Ohio State. Cincinnati, Arkansas? Arkansas. Oregon, Georgia? Georgia. And Gator scoring why? And I, this is going to be a mind believe it, but I just think Florida's not ready for it. It's going to be 41-17 Utah. Ooh, okay. All right, Chris, thank you. Appreciate the call. And, uh, Jack, you got a minute. Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. All these turncoats. You remember when Wild Bill called Gator Dave, uh, uh, Husker Dave, turncoat Dave? The Gators are going to stomp a mud hole in them. In, in the immortal wars of Davey, Gator Dave, but nobody knows who that is. So just whatever you're going to get to, Jack, get to it. You'll know who Gator Dave is. Come on, Steve. I didn't say I didn't. The majority of people listening to this show have no idea who that is. Okay, so well, that's their problem. We all do. Okay, so. well, thank you. That, that's my problem. That's our first hour. We thank you for calling. Uh, Megan Borowski is going to come on and tell you about the weather for tomorrow night's game. Up to the minute as you listen to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Dave Ray's Automotive, we get the bugs out of your car. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be. But traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you. And it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way. And that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny, co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with the click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. 
Go to BetterHelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. Radiant Credit Union could cover your car payments for a whole year. Are you listening? A year! We don't want to be responsible for any FOMO or the complex emotions you might go through if you miss out. So, here's your heads up. Right now, you can save big with a Radiant Credit Union auto loan at an amazingly low rate. Plus, no payments for 90 days. And you could win your car payments for a year. But hurry, this offer ends September 30th. Visit RadiantCU.org slash autoloan and get started. Federally insured by NCUA. As a small business owner, you've got aims to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this prognostication Friday, the first one of the year. Plenty of calls. The games, I'm I'm making a pretty short list this week because there aren't great games. Oregon, Georgia, Cincinnati, Arkansas, Notre Dame, Ohio State, FSU, LSU, and score of the Gator game. But first, we're going to bring in uh, Megan Borowski, UF forecaster, to uh, go ahead and stick her microphone on, Christina. Um, okay, go ahead, Megan. There on. you go. There Good. we go. Uh, she's going to give us the latest in what the forecast may be, not only for game time, but obviously people are going to tailgate tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's rained here like 79 straight days. <laughs> Seemingly. Maybe maybe not that many. <laughs> it but seems like it. It does. And you know what? I, I'm one of these people, as long as it doesn't flood. Right. You know, I, I never have a problem with rain because you need water. Exactly. But yeah. anyway, that said, what about tomorrow? Well, you're right. We have been in a pretty wet pattern along I-75. Um, and we actually have storms coming in right now from the east. Tomorrow, it looks like it's going to be a pattern quite similar today. So early afternoon into the late afternoon is when our best chance for thunderstorms will be. Um, I just looked at the latest numbers that came out from uh, the forecast models from the National uh, Weather Service, and it looks like for tailgate, that's when we're going to be concerned about heavy rain and lightning, maybe gusty winds. But good news is by the time we get to 7 o'clock kickoff time, chances will be decreasing. I can't rule out the chance that lightning might delay uh, kickoff, but um, chances look like they are greater earlier in the day so that's a little silver lining i yeah. guess and, and that's what, so i guess if you're going to tailgate mm-hmm. be careful yeah or tailgate inside there you go that, that, <laughs> why didn't i think of that that's amazing you, after all these years they would think of that and i didn't tell me something though and i'm i, I should have prepared you because i i don't want to put you on the oh, spot hit here. Me with it but i like weather and mm-hmm. i and i follow weather mm-hmm. and having been here for a while uh, it's not unusual for the first or second game, yeah. some hurricane out there or a tropical storm out there. Well, this season, it's been quiet. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, you know, we have been forecasting that it's going to be an above-average season, um, and the ingredients have been in place. I mean, overall, sea surface temperatures have been warm. You know, we're in a La Nina. All those things have been in place. But I did see something uh, that came out that um, cited – 
mid-level relative humidity levels. So in the mid-levels of the atmosphere, uh, humidity levels have been a little bit below normal. So that could kind of be sucking the air out of thunderstorms, the, the moisture out of thunderstorms and preventing them from really organizing. That could be the case. I don't know. We'll see what the NHC says further down the line. But we did have tropical storm Danielle formed yesterday, just turned into or strengthened into a hurricane uh, as of 11 o'clock today. Good news is with that one, it's 1,500 miles east of the U.S. East Coast, and it is going to stay over water. So it's Good. not going to be an issue for us. Um, but, yeah, that's the first hurricane of the season. It's a little bit late. Our normal first hurricane uh, occurs by mid to late August. Okay. And then rest of today was... was well, we've got storms moving in from the east. We've got easterly winds that are really helping that Atlantic sea breeze move inland. So I actually have the radar pulled up. It looks like we have moderate rain pushing into the northeast side of Gainesville right now. Um, also, the eastern portion of Marion County into Ocala National Forest. Uh, so we'll be dealing with those sh uh, showers and thunderstorms along I-75 through the afternoon. Might linger through the evening rush. Uh, they'll exit off the nature coast by the evening. So, you know, typical summertime afternoon for us here in North Central Florida. I don't know if you can do this, but mm -hmm. uh, could we did the game stuff over the next, I don't know, two, three, four days. Yeah. Is this pattern going to continue? Yeah, uh, I've been looking at stuff all morning, and it looks like we will be sitting within a, a above average uh, air mass in terms of humidity. Uh, also, we have a, a front that's stalled over the southeast, so that'll give a little extra energy in the atmosphere to help kick up those storms. So uh, about a 60 to 70% chance for those afternoon thunderstorms each Oh, boy. Day. Okay. Well, I mean, there is some silver lining. And like mm -hmm. Megan said, tailgate inside, mm -hmm. and you're safe. Yep. And uh, Megan or somebody mm -hmm. from uh, the UF Weather Center is going to be here every game, mm -hmm. even if it's an away game so that if you are planning to go to the game, uh, she can give you the game day or game night, in this case, forecast. Always appreciate you, Megan. Thank Thanks, you. Steve. That is UF weather forecaster Megan Borowski giving you the latest when it comes to the weather forecast for Florida and Utah tomorrow night. All right. We will open the phone lines with Christina uh, uh, producing today, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. It's, <laughs> it's really funny. When uh, the Georgia caller called, I must have received 10 emails about get that dude off the air, you know, whatever. Look, I have no problem having somebody from an opposing team. If I had a Utah fan call, great. And you have every right to crow. But it, it has always amazed me, though, that when you go back in history, oh, uh, it, but look, to the victor go the spoils. And... Right now, right now, it's Georgia. Uh, all right, let's get some emails here. Todd says he likes Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, Arkansas. He says uh, he has the inside scoop from Patrick, Florida, 28-24. How do you think Utah can hold up with factors like weather, rain, heat, and humidity, and the crowd, and an SEC defense? <sighs> you know, Ohio State did not have a good defense last year. And Utah scored a lot of points against them. I, when it boils down to this game, I think there are three things. I don't know if the weather is going to be that much of a factor because it is hot in Utah, but it's desert heat. So the question he asked, which I think is a fair one, is the humidity. Can Utah handle 
humidity, right? So the next thing is going to be, I think Anthony Richardson is key for Florida. They have a proven quarterback. Florida doesn't. It's simple. It's not a knock on AR. But rising when he came in last year, and remember, he was not the starter at the beginning of the year. He did not earn that. But when he got to play, he was really good. And then the crowd, I think, it might be the biggest factor of all. Because maybe Utah has not played in front of loud crowds like that. Will it affect them at the line of scrimmage? You know, all that stuff. Now look, Kyle Whittingham is a really good coach. And he is preparing for every contingency. I promise you that. But preparing is one thing. Being there is another. Andrew, hello. Yes, Steve, hello. Um, kind of amusing in a way. I'm, I invite, like you, I have a kind of an open attitude as far as people from other schools calling. Uh, you know, it's some of them are interesting, but... Uh, uh, this last guy, I kind of think it's a little funny because uh, he said that he 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 asked you if he touched a nerve. You know, what do you think? What do you, <laughs> anyway? Anyway, uh, uh, it's just kind of humorous. But uh, Steve, I'm uh, I'm going to do my picks and make it a short call if I could. All right, uh, FSU LSU. I'm going to take LSU. Notre Dame Ohio State. I'll say Ohio State. Cincinnati, Arkansas. I'm going with Cincinnati. No, that's the first person that's picked Cincinnati is you. Uh, Oregon, mm. Georgia. Um, Oregon. You're the first person to pick Oregon. And uh, score the yeah. Gator game and why? Score the Gator game. I think we're good for about 28. And uh, Oregon about, oh, say 21 this time, Steve. You mean Utah? Yeah, yeah, Utah. I don't know what I got the ducks in my head for, but the other thing I was going to ask you about um, was um, now it looks like this year the Mets are for real. Have they? I kept hearing this from somewhere. The, the who are for real? They, the the Mets, New York well, Mets. The Mets. Okay, I thought you said the Melts. Yeah. Okay, the Mets. All right. Yeah, the Mets. Because uh, don't. Have they had this problem with historically kind of falling off, uh, you know, falling into like slumps late in seasons? No, uh, they did last year. Um, uh -huh. And frankly, they weren't very good before that. Um, uh -huh. I, I, the managerial change of hiring Showalter, I said at the beginning of the year, was going to make a big difference. It has, in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. And the Mets have, I mean, look, when DeGrom is on, when Scherzer's on, when Bassett is on, right. you know, Diaz at the back end of the pen, you know, Pete Alonso's slumping now, and the Mets mm -hmm. won yesterday and got six hits. That's it. They got five runs yeah, on was, six hits, but, you know, they, they, yeah, they, they were timely hits and they, they, were, they were able to win. So good for them. They handled a good team. I, I had to give them credit, but uh, I was going to say this year especially, um, I think it's going to be an uphill battle for the Braves because the Mets are really for real, Steve. Well, I mean, the Mets took four out of five, and then the Braves took three out of four. 
and they play the final weekend of the regular season. So we shall see. Mm -hmm. All right, Andrew, yeah. thank you. Appreciate your call. Um, John says, as a Gainesville local who's followed Sports Talk Radio for years, seems like many fans go with their heart and will pick Florida in big games regardless if they're favored. And if they lose the games, it's doom and gloom for the rest of the year. Just wanted to have your thoughts on this observation if you have any. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I've said that all along, John. It happens almost every year where, you know, in the summer, especially if Florida's had a bad year, right? Where, oh, I don't, you know, Florida hasn't recruited and, and it's not a very deep team and, you know, this team doesn't have a lot of, and then when the, now they're going to beat Utah, you know, 35 to 10. That's just, that's fandom. Um, and yes, uh, sometimes if, Florida, if things do go badly, some, not all, of the fan base will then say, well, Florida will be six and six. Yeah, based on one game. That, that's, but it, that's not just Florida, John. That's, that's some fans in general. Ta, uh, let's see here. I already had him. Kevin says, I get preseason polls, give media fans something to bite on until the actual games are played. Always been skeptical of the rankings till midseason when you get a better idea of how teams are handling the opposition. I see the video of the Gators in Utah. I see the game being a toss-up because it's in the swamp. I'm going with my Gators to make a statement to get the Napier era started on the right foot. Punagorda, Kevin. Okay, thank you, Kevin. Um, I, I would say it's been 75-25 or 80-20 uh, Gators today. 115 time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jack Alperstein. The Swamp is sold out tomorrow as Billy Napier makes his coaching debut with the Gators against the 7th-ranked Utah Utes. Coverage of the game begins here at 3 p.m. In the MLB, the New York Yankees travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Rays. They begin a three-game series as the Rays look to close the gap on first place in the division. Tampa Bay continues to lead the wildcard race. Tune in here for live coverage of the game starting at 6.30. Week 2 action in high school football continues tonight with Gainesville High taking on Bishop Moore, St. Francis taking on Santa Fe Catholic, and Santa Fe taking on Lanier County. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jack Alberstein. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. You know, I spoke recently to my friend and trusted realtor, Scott Caldwell, owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. As the real estate market continues to shift and home sellers like you have serious questions about when to sell and for how much to sell for. Or what if you need to buy and also have a home to sell? Well, that's why you need to get to know Scott Caldwell like I have. He's a great guy, the only agent I would trust to sell my home because he's helped hundreds of families this year alone. Trust Scott to help you sell fast and for the most money, no matter what your situation is. He's got upfront written guarantees and thousands of buyers giving you the added confidence to sell right now. In fact, Scott will sell your home at your agreed to price and time frame, or he will buy it. That's simple. Call Scott today. 352 209 0000 352 209 or visit CaldwellHasTheBuyers.com. 
Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. Football season is almost here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx or online at electronicsworld.net. Hey, it's Steve Russell telling you about my friends at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where better ingredients make better meals. You love the great food like the classic burger, their great salads, and their 100% all-natural chicken burger. And now, back in season, the Key Lime Milkshake to add to their already great flavors. And don't forget, Dick Mondell's looking for new team members, looking for competitive pay, flexible hours, and paid vacations for serious service-oriented workers. Come build the freshest burgers in town by contacting jobs at Dick Mondell's com. As you may have heard, Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. And while it's great to be a Florida Gator, the most fulfilling aspect of partnering with the Gators is the ability to give back to our community. Please visit MeldonLaw.com to discover our community programs. These include the Meldon Law Scholar Athlete of the Year Award, Law Talk Live Radio Show, and the Veterans Making a Difference Program. At Meldon Law, we won't back down. Meldon Law Injury Lawyers Offices Gainesville Lake City and Ocala. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill is a special type of place for Gator fans and fans of great food, which is why we've made every day special. Join us on Martini Tuesdays for half off our handcrafted martinis and Wine Wednesdays, where you can enjoy a bottle of wine for 50% off. And of course, don't forget the incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation. The following is a commercial announcement. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Buford says Emory Jones rushed for two TDs. The number was omitted in the CBS Sports scoring stat. I thought I heard you say Emory's stat was 152 yards pass, zero TDs, zero interceptions. Yeah, interceptions. I didn't say no rushing TDs. I think I said it right. Uh, and I said he had a good game. Copper Gator, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. <clears throat> uh, I want to, uh, I'll do the picks here in a second, but I want to touch something uh, real quick first is that, you know, one of the things that, you know, I've been here for 20 years now, and, and I really want to, you know, you hear a lot of fans when it, when it starts going sour a little bit, how, you know, the, it could have made a difference of, of playing the game later in the day and some different things like that. I want to, I want to commend the, the UAA and whoever's scheduling that we're having a seven o'clock game on the first week of September when it's 95 degrees at 12, you know, and we've got a seven o'clock game at night when it's going to be a little cooler. That'll probably be an afternoon storm that the swamp should be packed today or tomorrow, excuse me. Well, some uh, let's not give too much credit because a, I'm not saying it's every game, but a lot yeah. of games are dictated by television. Okay. But in this yeah. case, it's a good thing. I mean, but I mean, you've heard, and you, of all people, have heard him call into your show and go, well, it was a noon game on, on the middle of the heatest day in Florida. Why would they schedule that, you know? That's why. And, and guess what? We got, three, we got three 7 o'clock games the next three weeks. People should be excited. Should be showing out in full force, wearing their blues, and and ready to go tomorrow night. So I, I'm just super excited. It's a football Friday, and and I can't wait to get out there and watch, man. Yep. Uh, what are what are the picks? What All are the right. Picks today for? Uh, small sample size today. FSU, LSU. Okay. LSU. Notre Dame, Ohio State. Notre Dame. N- wow, you're the first pick, person to pick Notre Dame. Cincinnati, Arkansas. I like Arkansas. Uh, Oregon, Georgia. I'm going to take Georgia. Gators scoring why? Uh, I'm taking the Gators. I've got my orange and glasses on. I, I don't mind saying that. I don't mind thinking that Utah potentially has a better team and, and, and has a better coaching staff. Uh, but I believe that the Gators get it done, and I think they do it well. I say, I'm saying 31-17. Um, you know, I, the reason I'm saying that is I, I do believe that our defense is going to become uh, is going to be quite a bit better than last year. Um, yes, the back end's a little bit questionable with Marshall and Dean and and those guys in the back end. But I think running aren't they running the three four right, Steve? Is that correct on the front line? Uh, depend. Well, it's it's going to depend on down and distance and other things. But I think you'll see both. Okay, and, and I believe that they're going to be able to get pressure to the quarterback more this year, and especially on this first game. You see a lot of mistakes. You see the number seven in front of the name. If you watch that Pitt-West Virginia game last night or you watch that Purdue-Penn State game, you could see the mistakes and how the pressure kind of built up on the team that was higher ranked that had something to lose. And I believe that's going to play a factor in our game, and I think the Gators take the win. And we'll hope you have a great one, Stephen. Have a good one. Yeah, but you know what, Copper Gator? The problem with that is the team that was higher ranked ended up winning. Pitt's, Pitt ended up winning, right? Penn State ended up winning. Jeff, Hello. Jeff, go ahead. Oh, hello. Thanks a lot for uh, taking my call. Uh-huh. Uh, coming, coming in from Salt Lake City, I'm really looking forward to checking out uh, Gainesville and the Swamp for the first time. There was just uh, one topic that nobody's really talking about. We're talking about Utah having a hard time with the humidity, but nobody talks about uh, we're coming from 
living and practicing at 5,000 feet in the air, and we're coming down to 177 feet. And I think that could uh, play some uh, play into our stamina towards the end. What do you think? Uh, I, I think it, it could be negated because you don't have near the humidity that's here. So you could. Right. I, I thought it could be a little bit of an equalizer, as well. I, I, well, again, I, that that involves. Uh, uh, I can't think of the word, uh, but it's above my pay grade. In other words, does the does the uh, coming down from five thousand feet offset how hot and humid it's going to be? Because I don't care. This is just me. If I'm yeah. going to a place that is. Uh, not Florida. If I go to Arkansas, or if I go, to, let's let's use another state. If I go to Ohio, okay, and it's humid, it's humid, right? I don't care if it's Ohio. I don't care if it's Alaska. If humid, it's humid, okay. So right. I think could they negate? Could they uh, cancel each other out? Maybe. All right. I'm just uh, curious about that, and and I appreciate the show. It's been yep. fun listening. To yep. You. And uh, welcome when you get to town. Thank you, Jeff. Um, let's bring Tony here. Hi, Tony. Hey, Steve. How's it going, man? I what? want to get to the picks, though. I got a lot to say, but on that Tennessee uh, game next week against Pitt real quick. Um, Pitt, I thought, looked good. That defensive line put a lot of pressure on JT Daniels. And don't forget this. Narduzzi is 3-1 and one against Hyper. So I got an early Pitt upset for next week, Steve. But let's get to the picks, man. Well, the only thing that concerns me, and, you know, Tennessee didn't uh -huh. play anybody, uh, Pittsburgh can score. But defensively, they're not good. They're yeah, not. They're, yeah, and their weakest part, obviously, is their defensive backfield. They don't play the ball very well, so they're going to give up a lot of points. But I think the key for them is to get pressure on um, the quarterback and sure. to take advantage of that offensive line that I don't think is very good for uh, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, Tennessee. Yep. Oregon, Georgia? All right. I got Georgia, but I think Lanning's going to keep it closer than you might think. I do, too. Go ahead. Uh, Cincinnati, yeah. Arkansas. Arkansas is just going to have too much form. Cincinnati has lost too much from last year. Notre Dame, Ohio State. Ohio State's going to play for the national championship, Steve. Everyone's going to be comparing this Ohio State offense to the 2019 LSU offense by the middle of this season. Guaranteed. Wow. FSU, LSU. FSU sucks. LSU. <laughs> <laughs> and score the Gator game and why. All right, check this out, Steve. The last 10 Utah road games that they played against a team that finished with a winning record, Utah is 2-8. and eight. Right. You that mentioned that the other day. Last yep. year, yeah, last year they had four losses. One was the neutral site game to Ohio State. Three other ones were... Uh, I don't know if you cut them off or what, but okay. I thought it was your phone or what, but uh, we lost you. Um, 128, time check, brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Uh, Kevin Wells from TV20 will join us next. Uh, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family-owned and operated for over 40 years. And in all that time, they've done one thing. 
They have given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The cream of the crop and late model, low mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today. Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. Summer's over, but that joint pain is still there. Time to do something about it. Hey, it's Steve Russell. I want you to call QC Kinetics now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to get real lasting relief from chronic pain in your knees, back, shoulder, and hips. QC Kinetics can get you moving again with cutting-edge regenerative treatments. No drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Regenerative medicine uses highly concentrated healing properties from your own body that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. And QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting breakthrough natural approach to eliminating joint pain. Lots of people have done this, and they're living life to the fullest, pain-free. Don't assume the old ways of dealing with joint pain are the only ways. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, a totally free consultation. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. They gave me a new mouth. <laughs> I'm stunned at how much more confidence that I have now because I have a real mouth that, um, that I don't have to cover. My dentist for the past 30 years, I feel like he got to a place where I wasn't sure what to do with me here. The biggest deal was they gave me an overall plan. This is where we're headed. This is what we're going to do and then work through that plan. It is a place where you can come, enjoy your time here, have pretty dramatic work done, pain-free, and then be very pleased with the results. And you leave with friends. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Everyone knows how beneficial therapy can be, but traditional therapy can be overwhelming, confusing, and inconvenient. When scheduling in-person therapy, it can be difficult to find the right therapist near you, and it can take weeks to get on their calendar. We knew there had to be a better way, and that's where BetterHelp began. I'm Danny co-founder of BetterHelp Online Therapy. When Alana and I started BetterHelp in 2013, our mission was simple. Find a way to make professional therapy accessible, affordable, and convenient for everyone. BetterHelp works around your schedule and lifestyle. You can connect to a therapist by phone, video call, or even text message. You don't even have to turn on your camera if you don't feel comfortable. And if your therapist isn't the right fit, you can switch anytime with the click of a button because BetterHelp is designed with you in mind. See why over 2 million members have trusted BetterHelp for online therapy. Go to BetterHelp.com slash you first and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash you first for 10% off your first month. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny skies becoming partly cloudy. Heat indices today in the lower 100s. We have scattered to numerous sea breeze storms again, but today they'll move from east to west across our area, likely arriving to I-75 around dinner time, exiting off the first coast just a little bit before sunset. Torrential rain rates, gusty winds possible from the strongest storm cells. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> If Aaron Judge hits more than 61 homers this year, who will you consider the single-season home run king? 
If Judge broke it, then I would look at Aaron Judge as the single season home run champ. Fifteen years ago, this is a big deal what Aaron Judge is doing. Now it's not a big deal. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier. You're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Big weekend full of uh, activity here tonight. Rays, Yankees at 6.30 tomorrow. Our football coverage begins at 3. You can come down to the University of Florida Bookstore and the Rights Union. Shane Matthews and I will be there. Uh, then uh, Gator Volleyball Sunday against Minnesota at 1.15. Gator Soccer against FSU at 4.50. And then we'll have FSU-LSU Sunday night at 7 o'clock for you. Right now, TV20 Sports Director Kevin Wells joins us. Uh, Kevin, welcome. Um, let, let's first talk Florida-Utah. Uh, Gator Nation has come out today, as they always do, because uh, when it gets closer to game time, fandom, uh, and a lot of people picking Florida. How do you see this? Well, look, just looking forward to seeing some football again. This is going to be great. And it, this is not an FCS school. This is not a group of five team, all due respect to those programs. It's really fun to see a, a school like Florida open up against a school like Utah, two teams who haven't played since – the late 1970s, and it's been a long, long time, uh, as you've mentioned a few times, Steve, that since the Gators have faced a, a top-10 opponent in a season opener at home, uh, 1969, and they they won that game. So maybe they can channel some of that the magic from the late 60s and, and get a dub here. But it's going to be a very competitive game. Yeah, Utah, of course, brings in a lot of talent, uh, all kinds of starters back on both sides of the ball. So it'll certainly be a challenge for a team under a first-year coach and a quarterback making his uh, second career start. Yeah, what amazes me, if you take away Florida and Georgia by name, right, you, you have a team coming in here that was a conference champion that played a really good Ohio State team toe-to-toe, and the other team did not play well at all. And yet the odds makers have this a two-and-a-half or a three-point game. I think that's the swamp talking there. Do you? Yeah, that's the SEC reputation talking as well, in addition to the swamp. So, yeah, it's not like it's never hot in Utah. I mean, it can get pretty warm there, but it's not the humidity and the sweltering, just the, the heat that kind of surrounds you that they're probably not accustomed to. But I'm sure they played in warm weather before. They go to Arizona, don't they, in the Pac-12 every, every now and again? So, yeah, I think this Utah team's going to be ready, and uh, they're looking forward to it as well. I heard some comments from them. You know, normally they open up against Weber State or somebody like that, yeah. so they're they're really looking forward to this trip. You know, I think there's a lot of pressure uh, on on Utah because they're holding up the Pac-12 banner. You know, we all know they've not been to the playoff much. When they have, they've not done well. Do you buy that? Do you buy there's a little pressure on them because they're trying to hold up the flag for the league? Yeah, to some degree, it's, it's going to take an undefeated uh, conference champion from the Pac-12 to have representation in the playoff. And if, if the reigning champion loses their first game, that's going to definitely be a huge blow for the rest of the league in terms of their credibility, especially when you consider Florida's only picked to finish fourth in the East in the SEC. And so that is definitely a, a reputation, uh, a lot on the line for them, and so they're definitely going to come out firing. Uh, let's assume for the moment 
uh, Kevin, that rains, it's not out of the forecast, but let's assume it is. I still think, you know, this is a Utah team that likes to run the football. Billy Napier traditionally, you know, when he's been a head coach, has run the football more than he's thrown it. Do you expect that tomorrow night? Oh, I, I certainly do. I, I think the way that Anthony Richardson uh, can make plays with his legs, the, the running back stable that the Gators have, the fact that most of that offensive line is back and the one of the newer pieces is a preseason All-American. I, mean, I, I certainly feel like running the football is going to be among the strengths of this Gator team. I'm also not entirely sure about their downfield threats at wide receiver. I think that in the slot you could have some really good uh, plays from Pearsall and Whittemore, but I, I just haven't seen enough from Shorter and Henderson to believe that they're really uh, major playmakers down the field. I think they can be productive, but they're not super explosive. So I feel like running the game, uh, running the football is going to be how the Gators get most of their yards and points. And until I'm proven wrong about that wide receiver point, I think that may be true uh, throughout the season. Let's uh, end with high school football. That's been going on for a little while. East Side's been a really surprised uh, team here early on. What do you got uh, coverage-wise tonight? Yeah, game of the week is between North Marion and Donnellan, two teams that won their openers pretty convincingly, both by double figures and. The Nellans had their number a little bit. They've won the last three meetings head-to-head and haven't allowed 10 points to North Marion in any of those three games. So, But the Colts definitely have a really good offense this year, a good passing attack. Another good game is uh, Buholtz, who's really strong, coming off that state semifinal run, hosting Riverview from Sarasota, who lost their opening game but has some talent. I believe there's a five-star recruit on Riverview's team who's a, a defensive back. looking. He's getting looks from you know a lot of major schools and – a really interesting uh, cross-classification matchup, Steve, is Columbia taking on uh-huh. Union County. You, you bet. Uh, purple and gold versus purple and gold. Uh, two teams that I don't think they've met. Uh, if, they, no. if they have, they, it's, it's very rare. Okay, so first time ever meeting. And, you know, so cross-classification matchup there. And there are some 1A rural showdowns, too, like Dixie County and Trenton play each other this week, and that's a, a 1A Region 4 game. So there was a lot to look forward to. I think we'll, we're looking at having about 10 games worth of highlights tonight on Sports Overtime uh, with uh, myself and Chris Pinson hosting. Wow, that's a lot of games, and you can catch it tonight. And I always appreciate your time, Kevin, and we will probably see you tomorrow. Thanks for your time. All right, thank you, Steve. You got it. Kevin Wells, sports director over at TV20, did a really good job of covering high school sports, as we try to do here as well. All right, let's get to Rob next. Rob, hi. Steve, wasn't that you a few years back? Wasn't that what? Well, Doing what Kevin Wells does. Didn't you do that for a few years back? Uh, yes, a lot of years back. But, yes, <laughs> yeah. I did. Yes. <laughs> no question. I bet that, that makes you reflect. But, hey, um, let me go ahead and get my picks in, and then I got a couple questions. Uh, FSU, LSU. Oh, I'm going to take the Knowles. Notre I Dame. Think, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Notre Dame, Ohio State. I'm going to go with the Romans. Cincinnati, Arkansas. Oh, shoot. Um, Cincinnati made the Final Four last year, so I've got to give him them, them the nod. Oregon, Georgia. Uh, that's going to be fleet-footed against uh, well-balanced Georgia Tech. I think I'll take the balance from Georgia Tech. And Gator scoring why? Um, it's going to be a Gator blowout, I think. Um, I just think um, it's not about AR. It's about team effort, and I think they're going to play collectively. Each one of those players is going to do – a great job. They've got a lot to play for. They've been invested well, and um, I think they're going to come out and, and give us a great um, home opener, Steve. And it's a tough test. We're tested early. A lot of teams are. It's a great slate. 
for the beginning of the year. So I'm, I'm excited. And go Gators, Steve. But I wanted to ask you. What's your score? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say 31-20, uh, uh, okay. Florida. Okay. Rob, thank so you. I wanted, oh, go ahead. I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you about the, the, the Hall of Fame. Have you ever been to Canton? Yes. I bet it's amazing, isn't it? It is. Um, you know, I've been to Cooperstown, too. Um, it's really great. I, I've seen all three major Hall of Fames, and wow. uh, you know they're all special in their own way. You know when you see busts uh, of people that you grew up with, and you know, and then you, you go to baseball and you see all the memorabilia there and everything. It's it, you know Halls of Fame are pretty cool. Yeah, it tells a story, and you know it's amazing because we just lost the Hall of Famer and Lynn Swan for the Steelers, and you know they. They end up there in the Hall of Fame in their football heaven, and nobody knows but what goes on after dark. But I'm sure Lynn Swan is taking on Cowboys and uh, the Minister of Defense is in there playing against whoever the Eagles or whoever his, his rivals were, even they played for the Eagles and the Packers. But, yeah, it's just amazing to think about, you know, that's where the best go. You know, you can put the best at, at the – put them in last place, and they'll end up on top. It, it's amazing, Steve. You take care. Okay. Thank you. Um I don't think he passed away. I know Len Dawson just did. Uh, Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Happy Labor Day weekend. Hope you mm-hmm. enjoy the games. Yep. Hey, Steve, um, what got a question for you going back to your days as a Florida fan under Spurrier? Well, I mean, uh, I, I was in the media under Spurrier, but go ahead. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, I've seen former players for Spurrier say they got a confidence playing for Coach Spurrier because they kind of knew as a team that Coach Spurrier was going to figure something out. He was just kind of smarter than the guy on the other sideline. Do you do you agree with that? That affected a lot of Florida wins. Yes. Yeah, I've never. The reason I'm asking, Steve, is is I call you a lot about the air raid and which is the trend in college football now. Sean McVay, Clingsbury, and all that. I've never seen uh, an offensive mastermind on the teams I follow. And um, I think it's becoming pretty apparent I'm, that uh, Heupel's one of those guys. And um, he ran 86 plays last night, Steve. whoop de do, baby seal club. And, but I'm asking you as a coach now, going back, what's a normal number of play, offensive plays run in a typical college football game? Uh, see, that, that's hard to answer because, you know, does a team run the ball more? Does a team throw the ball more? Uh, is a team running an up-tempo offense? Is a team huddling you know, that's all – it used to be where everybody huddled. You could kind of say, well, you know, an average game you run 60 plays or 65 plays. But now, if you know huddle, if you get to the line of scrimmage, if you have a long drive, you, you can run 80 plays. So that's hard that, – that's a hard question to answer. Well, you can, of course, run 80 bad plays too. But um, it's, No, uh, you can't. You can't run 80 bad plays. It's impossible <laughs> to run 80 bad plays. Impossible. <laughs> Is it is by the way, Florida is, is Florida going to huddle, Steve? Napier huddle? Yes, I, I think so. Yes. So we're probably going to see a Saban Kirby Smart type. Yes, here. I think so. That that's pretty pretty decent guess there. Well, I just know, Steve, you got a lot of great memories watching Coach Spurrier. You know, outsmart those guys, and you know, Fulmer was a fat turkey and a dummy, and Dooley and Bush Jones was a clown, and yeah, it's just amazing to me as a fan. I've never seen an offensive mastermind uh, on the, uh, our sideline. I mean, I think a lot of those Florida Tennessee games came down to Spurrier just being smarter than Fulmer. Yeah, but look, uh, with with all respect to Josh Heupel, right? He hadn't won anything. Oh yeah, yeah, like, like two B two B T. CBT, whatever you say, yeah. but uh, but I think it's pretty pl- uh, plain. You've been a coach that this guy's one of those special offensive minds. Maybe he's a coordinator and not a head coach. That'll be t- to be determined also. But pretty wild up this way. See, 
interested in getting a, getting a master mount. We've never had one of those. <laughs> All right, Mike, thank you. Yeah, I mean, look, Hypo has done really special things. He, Hooker last year was terrific. But let's not sell short Philip Fullman. He won a national championship there. And, you know, when Florida and Tennessee played, it was really, really competitive. 145, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. One last segment coming up. Still time to get your picks and talk about the game. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jack Alperstein. Week 2 action in high school football continues tonight with Columbia taking on Union County. Bishop Snyder taking on O'Call, and Williston taking on Wikiwachi. We've got a sold-out swamp tomorrow night as Billy Napier makes his coaching debut with the Gators against the seventh-ranked Utah Utes. Coverage of the game begins here at 3 p.m. In the MLB, the New York Yankees travel to Tampa Bay to take on the Rays. They begin a three-game series as the Rays look to close the gap on first place in the division. Tampa Bay continues to lead the wildcard race. Tune in here for live coverage of the game starting at 6.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jack Alperstein. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Ladies and gentlemen, Southeast Car Agency is the place I have purchased a lot of vehicles over the years. I'm driving one of them now. I have a lot of friends who are driving them. And believe me, I get asked many times, you know, do you really believe in their product? Do you really drive a vehicle? Yes, I do. I don't endorse anything I don't believe in or use. And Southeast Car Agency has a proven track record. 40-plus years the Cousins family has owned and operated this business. And in all that time, they've only done one thing, the best and late model, low mileage vehicles. No new vehicles. And I got to tell you, the first time years ago I went to them, I was kind of skeptical. I didn't know what to expect. I was pleasantly surprised on the first visit because their sales staff was great. They didn't try to hard sell me. They worked with me, let me test drive the vehicles, and that relationship was born, and they will do the same thing for you. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, or online, secars.com. When you go see him in person, make sure and tell him Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. When our clients are injured in an accident, it is our goal to lift the burden off of them from the moment they call us. If you call our office, you'll speak to one of our four practicing attorneys. We understand the stress that you and your family are under. We will help you and get the best results in your case. We fight as hard as we can. It becomes personal. It's not just a client, it's a personal relationship. Visit FFPlaw.com for a free consultation. Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates at Daughtry Tree Service. There is no tree too tall. We do them all. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. 
the only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. We are all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. Improve your gas mileage by properly inflating tires and taking your car in for a tune-up. Join Odyssey. And together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Blue 42! Blue 42! Hut! Hut! The Gators, the Utes, kickoff is tomorrow night. Pre-game coverage begins at 3 p.m. right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF. For the second time in 100 years of football at the University of Florida, the Gators celebrate as national champions. The home of the Florida Gators. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida. And you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And everywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Our final segment. Tony, hello. Tony, go ahead. No, Tony. Is the is the volume up there? See? Oh, yeah. See, go yeah. ahead, Tony. Hey, Steve. Sorry about that, man. Hey, man. So you you uh, cut me off instead of the Georgia and Tennessee. Well, I, I didn't cut that? you off, but okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I know. Season, Steve. Oh, by the way, let, let me. I remember something you said that I was going to say. So let me let me throw it out. The two and eight, okay thing. Uh, put an asterisk by that. Here's why, okay? Because Rising wasn't the quarterback in two of those games. Okay, the first game they lost, Brewer was the quarterback. The second game they lost, he came into the game, almost won the game after Brewer was benched. 
than he they did lose with him at Oregon State. Um, but then they did win at Oregon, and they beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship, and then lost to Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. So and then and then they were also in a four quarter excuse me four quarter battle against a one and eleven Arizona at Arizona. Steve, I don't think they're a very good road team, man. And and you know what? They got extra pressure on them for everything that you've talked about, representing the Pac-12 and all that good stuff and title hopes and all that good stuff. They know deep down inside that if they lose this game, they're not going to make it to the playoffs. A one-loss Pac-12 team is not making it to the playoffs. I don't care what anybody says, okay? you got to go undefeated in that conference. This is going to be the Gators, 31-17. to The Swamp has had bite the last couple of years. They almost The Swamp almost beat Bama last year. The Swamp beat Auburn a couple of years. The only losses have been the Bama and the LSU shoe game. That's it for the last two or three years. So the Swamp's had some bite. I'm telling you, 31-17 Gators. Talk to you later, Steve. Tony, thank you. What amazes me, let's take off orange and blue glasses. I think what Florida fans are banking on here is – the magic of the swamp. I get it. Okay. And I think they're also banking on culture change. Right? Because this team is a very young team. And a lot of the guys who were on this team that was not very good last year are back. And yet, 35 10. 42-17, it may end up being that. I'm just saying it, 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 it's amazing how you look at, you know, one side of the coin because, once again, if, if you're, you're looking at a team that was not good, right? Let, let's face it. When... When uh, last year here in Gainesville, yes, the LSU game, right? And you looked at the Missouri game, those were all away. And even in a bad year, to Tony's point, right, Florida did manage to squeak out some wins at home, like the FSU game. Not, not impressive, but a win is a win. So a lot of variables in this game. Greg, hello. Hey, Steve, looking forward to tomorrow like everybody. I'm not doing picks. I'm, I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. So I'm going to leave you. What's your show called? I was trying to ask you, the producer, really kind and sweet. What's your after show called? Extra Point. I said dial a, what, Extra Point. That's it. I said dial a score. That's that, how far it was I that like back. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> She's probably going, what is he talking about? But Steve, I just, I'll close it out with this. Just, I remember different times, different coaches. I get it. I understand what happened with Will Greer. But I also remember Auburn coming into the swamp. We had Coach Mack. Will Greer was playing. And we thumped him. Now, I'm not saying we're going to thump Utah tomorrow night. I'm just saying I also, as a 14-year-old kid, saw the mighty Miami Hurricanes come into Florida Field and lose with James Jones' one-handed catch. So it's in our DNA. I just hope they realize it. I hope the new coaches kind of – Getting fired up, but I think the Gators are going to win, but I'm not going to give you a score and go Gators. All right, Greg, thank you. Mike says uh, Ohio State in a route, uh, Oregon, LSU, Arkansas, and, <laughs> wow, Gators 52-20. Um, 
Man, I, there's some people drinking some Kool-Aid. Serious Kool-Aid here. Uh, David says he's going with uh, the former Georgia assistant and Dan Lanning, knowing what Kirby can do. Ducks are going to win. LSU is going to roll FSU. Razorbacks are going to remind Cincinnati who they really are, run them to death. Ohio State's going to beat Notre Dame. Uh, the spread on the Utah game is only two and a half, but this Utah team uh, uh, isn't the best defense we face since Georgia. We make a lot of discipline. If the Gators don't pull it off, uh, so uh, he says a one-possession game. Really want the Gators to pull it off. Too many unknowns going with the Utes. Daniel's our final caller. Daniel, go ahead. What's going on, Steve? Hey. You're not going to take my fan card if I pick Utah, are you? Of course not. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard to it's hard to pick against Florida, but you just don't know what's going to happen. Okay, Daniel, I got to let you go. I am taking your phone card because it isn't very good, um, and you're we, we couldn't take the call, so apologize, but couldn't do it. Richard predicts Utah. 28-14, but says Gators play well and show potential. Well, we have gone through two hours of predictions. I would probably say, what, 75% maybe, maybe more than that, picking Florida. We'll see. Don't forget, a big weekend <clears throat> of sports here. Tonight, Rays and Yankees at 6.30. Our football coverage tomorrow <clears throat> begins at 3. Hopefully my voice will be better. Then uh, Sunday, Gator Volleyball against Minnesota at 1.15. Soccer at 4.50. <clears throat> and Florida LSU at 7. Thanks to Christina for producing today. Thanks to TV20 Sports Director Kevin Wells. Gator great Alex Brown also joining us today. Uh, so tomorrow, you heard Megan Borowski with the weather. Rain maybe, hopefully by game time, most of it out of the way. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. We will have a regular show Monday, despite it being Labor Day. So we will see you Monday uh, on Sports Scene after Coach Billy Napier's press conference. See you later. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.